The Jack Michael Show podcasts are brought to you by Fantasy Sports Paradise. Welcome to a Wednesday version of the Jack Michaels Show on 740 The Fan and 740TheFan.com. Chase Miller filling in for Jack Michaels, who's with those Fargo-Moorhead Redhawks who are trying to stay above water. They just keep on winning. They're the Cardiac Hawks. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Justin Gard from KFAN with us a little bit later on. Former NDSU running back, now Green Bay running back John Crockett will be joining us. But first, let's get to our Herbert and Gerberts fan line. Josh Delay is the man behind the board here on the Jack Michaels Show. Let's go to South Carolina and talk a little Charleston Southern football and first with us here on the phone line is senior defensive back and one of the captains for this year's team that is Corbin Jackson. Corbin thank you uh, first and foremost for making the time. I know it's been always a fun last season in your senior year to get through fall camp finally get to game week you can hit someone in a different color but uh, what have you heard what have you seen on tape going up against NDSU that might be a challenge for you guys on the defensive side of the football Corbin come Saturday. Um, just the different formations. Um, they line up in a lot of different personnel, um, different formations and try to get you uh get you off track. Um, that's the main thing that I've seen from them that is uh, pretty difficult and another thing that I've 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 watched. Do a lot of different formations. Um, you know, they'll 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 put a running back out wide, tight end out wide, motion them in and motion the trio, motion the trips. Um, so those different things on film that I've seen is is pretty uh different from any other team we play in the conference in our conference. Um, so that's that's the main challenge that I that I've seen from them. For sure. And now you're, you're sometimes you go against a finesse team. Obviously, North Dakota State, a very smash mouth oriented offense. What makes that as a challenge for you then in the secondary going up against a team that might like to run the football, run the football, and then try to hit one over the top on you and play action? Um, eyes, your eyes are, are, are a essential part playing defensive back. So um, you know, I I can remember playing my freshman year at Stony Brook. Stony Brook was a uh, smash mouth to football team kind of. And they did a lot of play action passes, so um, just just training your eyes more or less. Um, that's a nice amount of run game. They'll they'll pull they'll pull the line in and try to get you on the edge, and then they'll hit you on a first down or third down um, play action pass down the field. So um, that's the main thing that's uh, more difficult uh, playing a smash mouth team. Your eyes um, and getting them in the right place at the right time. And now for your defense, NDSU's defense, they've been living by a code that is code green. Your defense been called the Blue Swarm. How did that Blue Swarm kind of come about so far, uh, Corbin, and how have you seen that defense progress from when you were a freshman to now uh, being a senior and one of the captains on this team? Well, freshman year, we, we kind of ran a more complex team um, with our defensive coordinator who was here. Uh, when Coach Dice came in, um, they kind of simplified it down a little bit more, a little less. Uh, we run a little more quarters, stuff, match man concepts, more stuff like that. So. Um, they simplified it down more and just let us play. I mean, we, we blitz, we do, we dive the different formations and, and try to get the offense confused um, and whatnot. So um, more simplified down for my freshman year. And my sophomore year, I knew I, I kind of caught on a little bit more. But then when my junior year came and I had to sit out um, for being registered with, with an injury, um, I took more time to just, you know, focus in on the, uh, the keys and whatnot on the defense. And um, now more, you know, more guys that are uh, older heads on the, on the secondary and linebackers um, and some on the deep line, um, they know their plays and they know the concept of the defense. So now they're more or less trying to, you know, implement finding holes, finding, finding coverages that might be a hole in it. So um, just simplifying down more, um, Coach Stags did and uh, all other defensive coaches, just letting us go out there and have fun and play. 
Again, we're talking with Corbin Jackson, uh, senior defensive back at six foot two hundred pounds for Charleston Southern, a team that you're going to see at Gate City Bankfield at the Fargonome come Saturday. And uh, Corbin, what have you heard about the Fargonome? What's been some of the things that have been chatted about? I know on the defensive side of the football, you might not have to worry about the noise on the field when NDSU has the ball on offense, but maybe when you're trying to make adjustments on the sideline when your offense is out there, it's going to be loud. So what has been some of the things that have been brought up with uh, the last week here as you prep for NDSU in terms of just going up against a, an environment like uh, the Fargo Dome? I just heard it's loud. Um, it was probably the loudest stadium I ever played in, uh, probably similar to Alabama kind of sort. Um, Alabama was pretty loud last time we played in there. Um, but this 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 place out here is is, is, is loud. So uh, being that's in a dome, is gonna the noise is just going to carry. Um, it's just going to be loud. So that's the only thing I really heard about it is this is going to be loud. So uh, we've been practicing some different things um, sound-wise, just try to implement to get a feel of it. Um, but I know it's going to be an adjustment the first quarter and also the rest of the game. So um, that's that's basically it. It's loud, and um, their fans are wild and crazy. So um, it'll be a good test for us. Last year you made it to the national quarterfinals. I know you guys have talked about you know having a chip on your shoulder and now focusing in. Uh, would you would you still say there's a lot to prove on this team because of where you might be wanting to see this program go, Corbin? Uh, yes, sir. Um, last year was pretty tough going up the field, Jacksonville State, and uh, we talked about, you know, we always remember our last game, so we want to go out and prove, like, hey, that last game, we we uh, we didn't play the best that we could. Um, the chip is still there. I mean, we 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 earned a lot of respect, um, but it's still more to prove. Um, in this game, for sure, we'll go out and have that chip on our shoulder as well and say, hey, we're here to play. Um, we're just not no cupcake team. We're here to play and um, give it all and whatnot. And um, a lot of guys have that have that same mindset too. That hey, that last game was that wasn't us. Um, so it'll be it'll be a big test for us, but um, we'll be ready. And going, you know, with your coach Jamie Chadwell, how have you kind of seen him, you know, transform the program here, especially from your freshman to now a senior, in terms of what he's been able to do and bring the Bucks now, not just to a big South Conference championship, but also, you know, getting some national exposure. Um, more family aspect. My freshman year, uh, it was a lot of guys that were I don't want to say here from themselves, but you know, they came off an of old eleven year the year before I came. And it was just more like, hey, we just trying to, we just trying to win. So we not the lavish stock of the league or the nation anymore. So when Coach Shadow came in, he he implemented the family aspect, and that uh, a lot of guys just just rallied around him and just rallied around the team. The first year we were ten and three, next year we were eight and four, and then last year we were ten and three, and we all saw it come together last year with everybody, you know, getting on the same page. Like, hey, we were that close on um, the, the two years before that. So um, this year we need to go out there and do it, and we did it. So. Um, the family aspect has really changed around here. Um, you see more guys hanging out with more other guys that you never would have thought you hung out with. Like me, especially my freshman year, I wouldn't hang out with somebody. But now, like, hey, I'm saying, hey, come on over to my house. Let's, let's hang out and whatnot. So um, the family aspect really is, 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 is what CSU football team is about now. And, um, and just, just bleeding from one another and going out there and playing for one another is, is, is the big key that Coach Chadwell came in and implemented. And um, that's one thing that uh, I can see that changed since my freshman year. Uh, last question for Corbin before we talk with uh, Kyle Copeland, the quarterback. Um, Corbin, last question for you here. What's the biggest thing that has been talked about this week as before you guys get on a get on a charter plane and come to Fargo, North Dakota, that you guys have to do well to start the game against North Dakota State? What's been the message from the coaches? Uh, start fast. Um, just go in there and just play. Um, go in there and just, just play. I mean, that's it, really. You go in there and just, just play, play, play ball, talk, communicate. Uh, that's the main thing that we have to do, and uh, if we do those things, then we will be successful. 
Corbin, we thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the trip up to Fargo, and I know it's going to be a fun and great game between you guys and North Dakota State come Saturday. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me. That, again, is Corbin Jackson, redshirt senior defensive back for Charleston Southern. Again, the game is going to be broadcast live on ESPN, and that's the big boy network. You're going to have a former Mac Brown, University of Texas head football coach. He'll be in attendance. He'll be the color commentator with that as well. Again, that was Corbin Jackson. We bring in now Honor Herbert and Gerbert's fan line. That is now Kyle Copeland, the redshirt junior quarterback, stands at six foot one for Charleston Southern. Kyle, thanks so much for taking the time here. I know you guys are geared up for NDSU, but thanks for taking the time on the Wednesday. No problem. And Kyle, let's first go through the offensive uh, perspective um, for you. When you watch NDSU's defense on film, what's one or two things that kind of leaps out when you see this Bison defense? Uh, just their execution. You know, they they know their plan. They execute it very well. Their their linebackers and safeties understand fit patterns, and they fit they fit well in every play. They uh, they don't get caught out of position a lot. So um, you really have to be on your game and. You know, make your blocks, make your cuts, make your right reads, good throws, all all the, all the plays that are there to be made. You have to make them because they they're not going to give you plays. And your responsibility, obviously, at the quarterback, doesn't matter what type of offense you run, is to take care of the football. This is a little bit different with an option, a spread style. So, um, for fans that maybe haven't seen Charleston Southern football before, that this will be the first time they maybe see the eyes on the Buccaneers. How would you best, I guess? Explain your offense and how you guys try to predicate the game and take control of the ball and tempo, Kyle. Um, I would relate it, you know, similar to what Georgia Southern runs. Uh, we do it more out of the shotgun, obviously. Uh, we, like you said, we like to take care of the ball. We like to, to maintain the, the the ball and uh, run the clock. We like to have a lot of time of possession. But uh, we know if uh, we're executing well, we should have the ball about 33 to 35 minutes a game. That means we're staying on the field, we're making first downs, we're converting third and short, and uh, you know we're just we're making good decisions and we're we're being responsible with the football and moving it up and down the field. And now you got a number of guys in the backfield that able are able to help you out, maybe take some of the pressure off your shoulders. Whether it's Ben Robinson, Darius Hammond, uh, Mike Holloway, and company, they can turn a game around in a heartbeat. How fun is it to have those guys in your own repertoire, Kyle? Oh, it's it's a lot of fun for me because uh, you know I understand I don't have to I don't have to be perfect I don't have to make every play I just you know a lot of times you just have to find you know Darius or Ben or Mike or there's a lot of other young backs that we have as well but you just have to find them and uh, if they get a little bit of space you know they can take it the distance in a heartbeat so uh, it makes my job a lot easier you know when I'm when when I have any doubt I just you know try to hand them the ball and let them make a play because more often than not they do make plays and you know makes makes my job a lot of fun. Kyle Copeland, again, quarterback for Charleston Southern, the guys that you're going to see from the Buccaneers on Saturday at Gate City Bankfield at the Fargonome. 18,000 fans. I know you guys are playing at Florida State later in the season. You played at Alabama last year. Uh, this is a dome environment. What's been kind of the message on offense for your for your squad when you know there's going to be 18,000 screaming and yelling as hard as they can to try to confuse you guys as best as possible in terms of the fans aspect, Kyle? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've heard it's going to be really loud. We heard it's going to be uh... – crazy atmosphere but uh we all we all embrace that and we like that and uh we you know we've we've tinkered with some some different snap count ideas here and there and so we're gonna you know go in and see i guess the first drive you know what we like best and you know what adjustments we needed to make as far as that but we have our communication process is all hand signals anyway so you know that part shouldn't be a problem for us so uh we just pumped in a lot of crowd noise the last week or so with our speakers and uh, I mean obviously you can't replicate that but we're doing everything we can to, to put ourselves in the best position to be prepared for it. 
and now last year, like we said, you made it and played against Alabama, played in the national quarterfinals. What was the offseason like, and how was fall camp in terms of, I know you always talk about a chip on your shoulder, and you still got a lot to prove in terms of whether it's the Big South or the FCS or the FCS in general, but what's been the message from the coaches and just the guys, I guess, in terms of going into fall camp and trying to continue to get better? Uh, the message has just been finished all offseason. I mean, uh, you know, in sports, it, it doesn't matter how good of a year you had unless you win the last game of the year. And in our division, the last five years, the only team that knows uh, what that feels like is North Dakota State. So, you know, the message that we've had amongst each other is just, hey, we got to finish. You know, we need to start fast, maintain it throughout the season. When come playoff time, crank it in a different level and uh, just finish because, you know, we, we played well uh, at times at Jacksonville State game, but, you know, we didn't. We didn't play as good as we should have or could have uh, to win the game. So uh, all offseason, we've just been focusing on, you know, day by day. Let's take it one day at a time. Let's not worry about the end of outcome. Let's not worry about who's on the schedule right now. Let's just focus on getting better every single day. And uh, I think we've done a, a really good job of that. Coach Scott, our stream coach, has really, you know, pushed us hard this offseason. I think it's the best offseason that we've had. Last question for you, Kyle, before we let you go. You kind of made mention of it earlier, importance of controlling the clock and tempo against NDSU. From an offensive standpoint now, uh, what's one of the two of the things that you guys have to do well against NDSU on Saturday? Uh, well, going into every game, we have three three objectives, and that's take care of the football, uh, execute, and play physical. And all three of those kind of go hand-in-hand. Hand. If, you're, if you're taking care of the ball and being physical, you're going to execute. So that's just what it boils down to uh, for us and for myself is just make good decisions and being responsible with the football by making good decisions. And, uh, you know, if I'm making good decisions, you know, we're not turning the ball over. So that's what that's what our offense is about. Kyle, I thank you so much for your time. Much appreciated. Enjoy the travels from uh, South Carolina up to North Dakota and Fargo, and good luck on Saturday against North Dakota State. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. That, again, is Kyle Copeland, a quarterback for the Charleston Southern. We heard a little bit from their defensive back, Corbin Jackson, as well with us here on the Jack Michael Show on 740 The Fan and 740TheFan.com.